Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Sermon of the Week. Today we're going to be talking about the supernatural death of Jesus. A long time ago I did a sermon um, which was really meant for people to understand that there was no um, way Jesus could survive the cross. I mean, he was bleeding to death already, he was beaten, senseless, and um, to the point where people couldn't recognize him, barely could recognize him, and... Um, and there, and he was very weak, heading to he could, couldn't even really carry the crossbeam on the way to Golgotha. They had to find someone to carry it for him. So that tells us that he was near death um, because of his blood loss. Um, but um, today we're going to be um, talking about. Uh, how the supernatural part of his crucifixion, because his crucifixion um, was not just fit, uh, wasn't just that he he died physically; he was in control. Jesus was in control of his own death, and uh, the entire Trinity took part in his death in his resurrection. The whole event was a supernatural event. But Jesus went to to the cross willingly and gave his life willingly. And that is something that we need to uh, fully understand when we talk about Jesus and the crucifixion. Because um, that's how we know that was a supernatural event as well. Okay, so let's go ahead and head to uh, start with Matthew 27, 45-54. All the Gospels are good. Um, when it comes to reading about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. But today we're going to go to uh, Matthew twenty-seven forty-five through 54 to start with. The death of Jesus. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabbathani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when, and when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth stood, shook, and the rock split. The tombs broke open, and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs, and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those who with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he, is, he was the Son of God. Okay, so... When we read the scripture, we read that Jesus was in control till the very last breath. Jesus willingly gave up his own spirit when his his mission on the cross was completed, and in, and it normally could take hours for and maybe days um, for someone to die on the cross. Okay, because of crucifixion, um, it was a slow, painful death. So Jesus can, controlled the way he died and the moment he and the moment he died. This shows that Jesus was God because only God can control our time of birth and death. Human beings can't um, control the, these things. No human being is able to be born and die at their own command. 
When Jesus died, other acts of God occurred as well. When Jesus died, it gave God a chance to show his power. He, we get to see God in action. As soon as Jesus takes his, his last breath, there's an earthquake. The curtain, set, the curtain that separated the Holy of Holies and the rest of the temple is torn in two. Now, open, opening the door to all to enter the presence of God, and holy, and holy people rose from the grave, and there and were seen around the city. You can read that Matthew twenty seven fifty one through fifty three, which we just read. And these things were so impressive that the centurion in charge of the crucifixion confessed Jesus as the Son of God, because he saw something that was truly amazing that couldn't be explained other than the hand of God at work. And we have evidence that Jesus volunteered to go to the cross for humanity. He went to the cross by choice. Let's read John ten fourteen through 18. Okay. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Okay, so... Um, God planned all this from the beginning because God knew that he, he that we would fall into sin. <clears throat> okay, so um, he knew that we'd all fall into sin, that we would rebel against him and try to go our own way. God knew this and he still chose to create us and uh, he still allows us all to, to continue with life to this day. He knew this planned from the beginning to save us with his grace and because of his love for us Jesus God himself took our place on the cross the the cross was our burden to bear it was never Jesus's but we but his love was so strong for us that he granted us grace that we could spend eternity with him a destiny that would that we don't deserve because of our rebellion against God but God loves us that much to pay the biggest price so we can be freed of sin and live with him eternally. Jesus gave it all for us, and there's no greater act of love than for someone to give their life up for another. That is why without Jesus, we can't get to heaven because of the sacrifice that he willingly gave for us. And through his sacrifice, um, we receive God's grace and mercy. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everyone out there. I just ask if there's no one out there who doesn't know you, Lord Jesus, who needs to accept you as Savior, I just pray and encourage them to do so today. The time runs short, and you are coming soon for your church. And the tribulation is coming soon. And even if it doesn't come Anytime soon, Lord, our days are numbered here on this earth anyway. 
So we need you, Lord. We need your salvation, Lord, so we can come and be with you for eternal life, Lord. We pray that you save those who need saving and use the church to spread the true gospel. Your gospel message and your gospel message alone. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Lutz, and welcome to another Sermon of the Week. Today, we're going to be talking about the supernatural death of Jesus. A long time ago, I did a sermon, um, which was really meant for people to understand that there was no um, way Jesus could survive the cross. I mean, he was bleeding to death already. He was beaten, senseless, and um, to the point where people couldn't recognize him, barely could recognize him. And um, and there, and he was very weak, heading to he could, couldn't even really carry the crossbeam on the way to Golgotha. They had to find someone to carry it for him. So that tells us that he was near death um, because of his blood loss. Um, but um, today we're going to be um, talking about. Uh, how the supernatural part of his crucifixion, because his crucifixion um, was not just fit, uh, wasn't just that he he died physically. He was in control. Jesus wasn't in control of his own death, and uh, the entire Trinity took part in his death in his resurrection. The whole event was a supernatural event. But Jesus went to, to the cross willingly and gave his life willingly. And that is something that we need to uh, fully understand when we talk about Jesus and the crucifixion. Because um, that's how we know that was a supernatural event as well. Okay, so let's go ahead and head to uh, start with Matthew 27, 45-54. All the Gospels are good. Um, when it comes to reading about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. But today we're going to go to uh, Matthew twenty-seven forty-five through 54 to start with. The death of Jesus. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabbathani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when, and when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth stood, shook, and the rock split. The tombs broke open, and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs, and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those who with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he, is, he was the Son of God. Okay, so... When we read the scripture, we read that Jesus was in control till the very last breath. Jesus willingly gave up his own spirit when his his mission on the cross was completed, and in, and it normally could take hours for and maybe days um, for someone to die on the cross. Okay, because of crucifixion, um, it was a slow, painful death. So Jesus can 
controlled the way he died and the moment he and the moment he died. This shows that Jesus was God because only God can control our time of birth and death. Human beings can't um, control the, these things. No human being is able to be born and die at their own command. When Jesus died, other acts of God occurred as well. When Jesus died, it gave God a chance to show his power. He, we get to see God in action. As soon as Jesus takes his his last breath, there is an earthquake. The curtain set the curtain that separated the holy of holies and the rest of the temple is torn in two. Now, open, opening the door to all to enter the presence of God, and holy and holy people rose from the grave, and there and were seen around the city. You can read that Matthew twenty-seven fifty-one through fifty-three, which we just read. And these things were so impressive that the centurion in charge of the crucifixion confessed Jesus as the Son of God, because he saw something that was truly amazing that couldn't be explained other than the hand of God at work. And we have evidence that Jesus volunteered to go to the cross for humanity. He went to the cross by choice. Let's read John ten fourteen through 18. Okay. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Okay, so... Um, God planned all this from the beginning because God knew that he, he that we would fall into sin. <clears throat> okay, so um, he knew that we'd all fall into sin, that we would rebel against him and try to go our own way. God knew this and he still chose to create us and uh, he still allows us all to, to continue with life to this day. He knew this and planned from the beginning to save us with his grace and because of his love for us, Jesus God himself took our place on the cross. The, the cross was our burden to bear. It was never Jesus's. But, we, but his love was so strong for us that he granted us grace that we could spend eternity with him. A destiny that, would, that we don't deserve because of our rebellion against God. But God loves us that much to pay the biggest price so we can be freed of sin and live with him eternally. Jesus gave it all for us. And there's no greater act of love than for someone to give their life up for another. That is why without Jesus, we can't get to heaven. Because of the sacrifice that he willingly gave for us. And through his sacrifice, um, we receive God's grace and mercy. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everyone out there. I just ask if there's no one out there who doesn't know you, Lord Jesus, who needs to accept you as Savior, I just pray and encourage them to do so today. 
the time runs short and you are coming soon for your church and the tribulation is coming soon and even if it doesn't come anytime soon lord our days are numbered here on this earth anyway so we need you lord we need your salvation lord so we can come and be with you for eternal life lord we pray that you save those who need saving and use the church to spread the true gospel your gospel message and your gospel message alone in jesus name amen god bless you have a good day